Hello everybody and welcome back to yet another edition of Empty Reviews, the show that I do where I just talk about the things that I've been watching and listening to recently. For this episode, I'm going to be talking about Season 4, Episode 6 of Mr. Robot that I'm continually watching. Um, but before I get into what I, my thoughts on it, I'll give you a bit, a little bit of information on it. Uh, it is called 406 Not Acceptable. It was directed by Sam Asmiel. It was uh, written by Amelia Gray. Ted Cooper, Cupper, Jeff and Jeff McKibben. Those are the writers for this episode. And here's the description of the episode. Vera tells a tale. Darlene gets a Christmas surprise. Elliot goes rogue. I love Mr. Robot descriptions. They're the vaguest shit in the world. But hey, that's good for this kind of show. It's kind of mysterious. Um, it makes sense. Um, what did I think of this episode? I really, really liked it. I liked it way more. This might be like my favorite or maybe second favorite from i think episode three or two when we got the reveal there's a third personality and here's the thing the reason i like this episode so much is because it followed up on shit that was established in the past episode that's what i've come to expect with mr robot the show right like whenever they introduce something like a threat or like a plot point uh in the episode before usually normally in the next episode they like get to it right away that's what i loved about this by the way uh spoiler uh, spoilers for this um, episode. This is an episode review, so you know you. What kind of fucking review would it be if I don't have you know spoilers on it? Like how vague can you be with a TV episode? Anyways, um, the thing about the thing I love the most about the episode again is just how quickly it followed up on a lot of the things that were happening. For example, last episode, the cliffhanger is um, Dom is supposed to go hunt down Elliot and Darlene. This episode, I think the second scene is we see Darlene pointing a gun. I uh, know we see Dominic pointing a gun at Darlene. That's the kind of shit that I like. Like it was that quick. It was like, oh shit. Okay. Then we're not have to, we don't have to wait a whole fucking episode to wait. What happened? We don't have to wait a long ass time. Nope. Uh, Dom is right there. Ready to kill Darlene. That's what she has to do. And the way that that storyline played out with, um, with, uh, Dom not knowing what to do because Dom doesn't want to kill somebody in cold blood but her family's at risk, right? And the whole time I'm thinking like, how the fuck in a realistic way are they going to play this story out, right? Like, she has an hour to kill Darlene. If she doesn't kill Darlene, they kill her family, and that's the whole thing that's been bothering her this whole season. Or she kills Darlene, and in that case, she kills Darlene, one of the most important, uh, you know, characters in the show and and who's not even ready to get like killed yet you know what i mean it's, it hasn't built up to that yet so i was thinking how the fuck are they gonna get away with this um they're gonna put it off um throughout the episode by you know dom smacking darlene in the head and her bleeding and shit um and that's how she's unconscious for most of the episode then she comes back to life pretty much darlene does and then they're like talking and i guess they have true feelings for each other which i, I get i can buy I never really thought about what their romance was really like, if they actually loved each other or liked each other or not. Turns out they do, and I'm not complaining about it. I don't think there's anything, you know, that says otherwise. But they first talk about that and makes, you know, Dom's decision to kill her that much harder. And then she's just like, you know what, Darlene, just kill me. You know, just shoot me right now, because if I don't kill you, they kill my family, and I just don't want to be burdened with this, and I can't kill myself because I just can't. So please just, you know, just shoot me. Um, and when I saw that, I'm like, I guess that's one of the only options that they have left. But then, 
you know, you can't kill Dom either. Like, that would be such a, a, a anticlimactic way to end her story. So I was like, what the fuck are they going to do? And it turns out, you know, to throw off another wrench on this show, they're full of wrenches. Um, you know, the, the, that lady, the creepy ass lady, she's a great villain, by the way. What the fuck is her name? Let me look it up. Cause she is a great Ashley Atkinson, Janice. She's an amazing villain. There's one of probably one of the most memorable villains of any show I've seen this year for sure. She's so like out of type, but that's what makes it so good. It's, it's just incredible. But she shows up and it's like catches them in the middle of what they're about to do and she's like "Ooh, all right and now you truly don't know where the fuck you know what I'm, you know what it does it, it kind of like gives them an ex- escape for not having to kill either of those th- these two characters right but it also throws in a, another wrench in it where like now you truly don't know where it could go and it makes the situation like a little easier for them to get out of right because you know somebody can come in and like rescue them out of Janice's hand somehow in some, uh, you know, her- uh, heroic manner, um, the same way Elliot's doing, um, but, you know, at least it gives them more time to get out of this hole, instead of, like, trying to figure it out at that moment, so I love the way that storyline played out. Now, to the other storyline that was playing out was, um, uh, Elliot, uh, is now pretty much, he has crossed the line, uh, he felt like he had no other way to do it. And, you know, in that it, they do show, like, so basically what I'm saying is, like, Elliot, like, drugs this girl who's been, uh, uh, you know, who, who's been clean for eight years to try to get her to do what he wants. And he feels that's the only way. And I honestly felt the same. Like, I, I don't even know how else they could have, how Elliot, like, you know what I mean, like, I understand Elliot in this situation, because it's like, it's really, really, he's trying really bad to get this to happen, he's not going to be able to reason with this girl, he's not going to be able to do anything, the only way would be to do what he did, to threaten her with a child, which is fucking diabolical, but that's just what he had to do, and I think it played out, you know, in a great way, uh, meaning how he did it, because it's like, he's also talking about, I think, he makes enough, uh, it shows that he's not a monster, you know, what? even though the girl calls him that, like a monster, he's not really, he just had no options left, and that's how, that's what he had to do, there was nothing else he could have done, that's what he had to do, and I, I completely understand him, I don't think this makes him like a, a villain, you know what I mean, it's not like, um, what's his name, Heisenberg, or, uh, you know, Breaking Bad, uh, him doing what he did, I mean, I don't know, I haven't seen the show, but I do know there's a point of no return for that character, um, that's apparently pretty bad. I think it has to do with killing a kid. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, it's, I don't think it's quite that level. I don't think he fully crosses the line here. He's just, you know, he's just pushed to the edge of the line. And, but I still don't think he's like a bad person or bad, like a villain. I don't think the audience is going to turn on him because of what he did. Although what happened with that girl was pretty fucking gruesome with her, like cutting her wrist. That was extremely fucking graphic. That was, I really thought she was dead too. That was the thing. Like I was watching that like, hmm, I think she's dead, right? Like she has to be. There's no way she, but I mean, he was able to stop the bleeding. He noticed, I guess, earlier. Um, I'm trying to think like if they would have just let her die, why didn't they? Well, I guess you don't want to give, you know, you don't want to do a 13 reasons why and glorify a suicide. Or some people, I still don't think he glorified it, but that's besides the point. Like, you don't want to glorify, in quotation marks, the, the, the suicide. So maybe that's why they kept her alive, to be, like, a little bit of hope. Oh, shit. That would have been bleak as fuck if she did die, though. 
So maybe that's why they didn't want to go like bleak, like dark, like super extremely fucking dark. So, I, I mean, I understand. But yeah, that was just um interesting. And I mean, I'm trying to think what else. Well, a lot more else. I mean, I want to talk about that character, that lady, that the one that has the drug addiction. She's an amazing actress. What the fuck is her name? Let me look it up because she is amazing in this, sh- in this specifically in this episode. I'm trying to think where is uh this lady? Uh no no uh Olivia Cortez is that her? Let me see. No, is it? Yes, Dominic Garcia. Oh, and she's Hispanic. That's what's up. Uh, she's an amazing actress. What what else has she been in? Nothing crazy. Yeah, nothing really really big. Yeah, she's a great act, and she's beautiful. Yeah, she's a great actress. She, uh, you know, played this role of this person who's on the edge of fucking breaking as a person. She's playing that spectacularly. One of the best, like, small roles in any, and uh, that's a little bit of hyperbole. I don't know. She's, she, she's only been on the show for two episodes, and she's made a big impact on the show. Her acting ability is great, so I really like her. I feel like I've seen her before. Uh, who knows? Anyways. Yeah, she was great. But now let's talk about the other storyline. Uh, Virga with Krista. Uh, holy shit. I didn't... Yo, not Virga. Vera. Ver, Vera with Krista. Man, Vera is hot of his fucking mind. <laughs> they, talk about a... Man, they doing... Their villains are great in this season so far. Because to think about, um, you know, uh, Janice. She's kind of terrifying in a weird way. Um, playing against type of Vera, man. Vera is just the actor, uh, Elliot Villar. He's amazing at playing this guy who's out of his fucking mind. Like even a, like a, <laughs> even a therapist, he's trying to break him. Like she's trying to break the therapist, trying to break him. And she's at first not intimidated by his outburst. But then this motherfucker goes so far left and so far right and back and forth. And she's just like, holy shit this is a true psychopath and he is he's like completely unhinged and this actor is playing that great i love this i like how the episode started with him just telling that story of um you know the little bitch and the bully uh that's hilarious just th- those terms you know it's so vera it's so vera um <laughs> yeah but yeah he's great i mean he that actor is playing this guy you can see why they brought him back to throw a hinge in this whole operation everything that's happening with the plot he's like the guy that's um oh i did not just thought about this right because uh white rose wants to go get elliot right to to show him the the meeting the deus group meeting and now holy shit yeah so now and now vera kidnapped elliot so now it's like white rose is gonna be (laughs) dark army against vera's people whoa what the fuck that's going to be insane. That's going to be an insane showdown. But, you know, that's why they brought Vera up in the first place. They wanted to, you know, find a way to not, you know, have a way to keep the season pushing. Because we're only halfway done. Uh, but also, you know, yeah, keep the season pushing. Yeah, pushing. Because, you know, if they didn't have Vera in this season, you know, it will be very hard for them to make 13 episodes. Because at this point... They would just catch them, right? Like there was the Dark Army and White Rose are so powerful. There's nothing Elliot really can do to stop them if it isn't for this interference by Vera. Um, so that's interesting. Also, I thought while watching the episode, maybe this is how 
we get to learn more about the third personality, which I'm still mad that they introduced that shit and haven't even touched it since. It's been like three, four episodes since they introduced that. I'm just mad because, like, again, I'm not used to them introducing a concept and then not following through on it. So I'm kind of mad that they haven't really even hinted at anything of that sort, right? I mean, you know, once the reveal comes, it's going to be amazing. But, yeah, I, I'm just mad that uh, they haven't... Um, talked about that but uh, i'm bringing that up to say i think maybe vera is gonna get the file and maybe the third personality is gonna be in that file and that's how we find out about his third personalities through vera whoa which is leading then to a lot of shit could happen all at once like vera to listen i don't know i'm speculating here but if vera you know fucking kidnaps Elliot, tells him about his, about his third personality, and a showdown between the Dark Army and Varus people happens, all in one episode, that would be probably the best episode of the year. No, I'm not even joking. Like, if all that plot happens in one episode, that would be insane. Um, Young M.A. is still in this fucking show for some reason. Um, I love what uh, Sam, uh, not Sam, yeah, Sam Asmiel was doing with the rapper actors. Like, um, you know, first Leon, who which came back and look guys i gotta be honest i love leon as a character i'm mad he was in it for like 30 seconds but when he showed up i literally screamed yes leon that's what's up fuck yeah like i was fully screaming i was so excited that he was back but only for 30 seconds which was disappointing but you know he does say hey i'm a freelancer now so whenever you need help like the most obvious foreshadowing in the fucking world i'm still i'm still not sure what happened to those two got to to the to the Mobley and the other girl um I don't know what the fuck happened to them because uh yeah because Leon talked to them at the end of one season I don't remember what season but I'm sure they're gonna come back uh into the plot some way one way or another unless they're dead I don't fully remember anyways yes um when Leon came back I was super excited um that that's Joy Badass one rapper also I caught that he was listening to his own music which is you know Kind of an Easter egg, because if, if you see it in real life, does a Joy Badass exist in his universe? Who knows? Maybe he's a different guy. But, yeah, uh, that was fun to see Leon. But the reason I brought Leon up is to say Sam Espino loves his rappers in the show, I guess, because now Young and May, who's just chilling, he's, she's there. And I, I'm glad, you know... I'm glad, and yeah, I think Sam Asmell, even though this show is so much bigger than a New York show, he's still managing to keep it New York by adding all these New York rappers and New York slang and the New York feel, like all that. I like, I'm like. i glad that he's still doing that because it is very fun. Even though I'm not from New York, it's just fun to see that the setting is still just as alive as it was like in season one, you know. Um, it feels like New York. Um, but I think that's it. I mean, what else do I have to say? I'm just excited to see what next episode happens. Let me read if they have a description for next episode. It's probably going to be super vague. <laughs> exactly how what I thought. Next episode, episode 7, here's the description. I feud any data. Four words. No fucking idea what that means whatsoever. Um, so, you know. I have no idea what to expect. Although, Young and May is listed pretty high up. So maybe it's just going to be one of... Whoa, I'm looking at the cast list. It's only like six people. Interesting. Maybe it's going to be kind of a bottle episode. Who knows? But yes, I'm excited for next episode. You know, if I were to compare... Because I also just did a review for Watchmen. You might have just listened to that. Um, 
if I were to compare which, uh, which show I'm most, ex which episode was the best one out of these two, I would say this one from Mr. Robot was a better episode than Watchmen. But I think Watchmen as a show, especially, you know, how self-contained it's looking to be, I think it's going to be a better season than this one, because I can see that one going crazy. But I just have such an attachment to Mr. Robot, man. That's like, it's one of my favorite shows of all time. I think it's second uh, to The Leftovers. Uh, so, yeah, I'm super excited to see where this season goes. And I'm so mad not, in, not more people are watching it. I'm just hoping it does something like Breaking Bad did, where it comes on Netflix or a streaming service, and people start watching it, and they're like, oh, shit, this shit is great. I can't believe we missed this. I really hope that's what happens with it. But, yeah, that's all. I had a lot to talk about for this one. Uh, actually, not really. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was good. There was a lot of stuff that happened, uh, and I'm really excited to see how everything starts to play out. That is it for this episode of Empty Reviews. Thank you so much for listening to this episode, and I'll catch you guys in the next one.